0: Welcome to the Glow Radio Podcast. I'm your host, Jacqueline Sun. I'm a lifestyle YouTuber and health and wellness enthusiast. This is where we will have raw and unfiltered conversations around wellness, self-care, astrology, relationships, and career. Join me and be empowered to become your best self mentally, emotionally, and physically. It's time to manifest your dream life. Hello everyone, welcome back to another episode of Glow Radio. I'm very excited to chat with you guys today. I'm going to talk about my meditation journey, how I got into meditation, and I also have five tips for any of you guys who are trying to get into meditation, kind of starting out your journey. I have five things that I found really helped me. And by no means am I an expert at meditation. I just kind of finally feel like I've gotten my groove, so I thought I would share what I've been doing. But first, let's kind of start off this episode. I had a few things I just wanted to chat about regarding astrology, because you guys know I love talking about astrology. I'm such an astrology nerd. And the reason I really love astrology is because I find that it helps me learn more about different personalities and learn how to communicate better with different people. So first, let's see. Let's see what we should talk about. I found that this is like a realization I made about the different elements. So there are four elements in astrology. There's earth signs, water signs, air signs, and fire signs. And something that I've really learned about the compatibility and the differences about them is that my observations are that people with more dominant earth and water placements tend to be more internal processors. And people with more air and fire placements or more dominant air and fire placements tend to be more external processors. And what I mean by this is myself, I would say that I am predominantly earth and water. And like I tend to keep a lot of my emotions and thoughts inside and bottled them up bottled them up, which may not really be a positive thing. I found that I was more that way growing up and that's kind of my natural tendency. But You know, growing up now and kind of developing as a person, being around different personalities, being around more air and fire signs, it's kind of taught me to be more expressive with what's going on inside and and really embrace my Aries Mercury more and kind of say what's on my mind I know it can be very difficult for people who might have like a water mercury or even like an earth mercury. I find that those types of people tend to keep their thoughts inside more and especially as a Virgo moon, Virgo rising, I was just chatting to my lash tech and friend about this last night, Michelle. We actually did a podcast episode together. If you guys want to listen to that, I have to figure out what episode that was. But We were saying how as Virgos, we tend to kind of process things in our head and we don't like to talk about it until it's kind of concluded or until we figured out a resolution in our head and I find that that is so true for me as like a Virgo. I don't really like talking about things that I haven't thought through or resolved because probably because also my water side like It's being very vulnerable if I do that. So that was just, like, something we discussed. If you guys want to listen to the episode me and Michelle did, it's called That Post-Breakup Glow, episode 67. But we always have such good conversations through, like, my lash appointments. So I'm, I'm always excited to see her. So that's about earth and water, and I find that fire and air signs or more expressive and they're not afraid to say what's on their mind even if it hasn't been processed yet. I feel like they kind of talk through it and that's how they process things. I really find this is how like my fire and air sign friends are and I'm not just talking about their sun sign because I feel like a lot of their other, other signs in their chart have an influence in this too. Like if they're Mercury's or a fire or air sign, or their Venus, you know, and depending on if it's dominant in their chart. For example, like being with my best friend Clara, uh, who was previously another co-host on this podcast. If you guys didn't know, I feel like we've gone through so, gone through so much healing together, and we both like grown so much together. I feel like our our journeys are very parallel. In a very different way because we're honestly such opposite people and it's one of these friendships that I feel like it's meant to be like it's fate because there's a purpose for it and if you just look from the surface level I feel like we don't look as we don't look like compatible people or like we're not really similar people it would be very unlikely for someone like us to be friends so But it's like, I'm just, I don't know, like, we both have gone through different healing things together. We talk about it so much. I feel like in the past, we've, like, been a universal assignment to each other. I kind of talked about this. This is a term that I learned from the book by Gabby Bernstein, The Universe Has Your Back. And she talks about how certain people in your life might be a universal assignment and they're there for a reason, they're there to kind of show you your triggers, mirror you in a certain way, or just bring up something in your life where you need to heal. And I've talked about this before already, how Clara has kind of triggered certain points in me, and I finally like realized what it was after I read that book, and I discussed it with her, and it really helped me grow as a person. I feel like it helped us both be more aware of this, and it was just a crazy process. I feel like we like continuously go through that even now. And so I was saying how she she is more of a fire air sign. I would say she is a Sagittarius sun with a Leo moon and a Gemini rising. And I find that being around her actually has taught me to be more expressive with what's going on in my mind and It actually feels so much better for me to say it out loud like in the past I feel like if there was something bothering me like about something and not necessarily like about Clara or whatever like if I'm thinking about something I wouldn't really talk about it with my friends and this kind of can be seen in my past traumatic relationship experience. If you guys know, I talk about my past toxic relationship a lot on this podcast. I was in a 13-year relationship that was very toxic. And in that relationship, I actually never really talked to my friends about it. Like, I never really talked to my friends about the issues we were having until, like, the latter part of a relationship. Like, towards the end, I finally opened up to a few of my friends. But even then, it was like, I didn't talk about it a lot. Because I didn't want to be like a burden to other people. And I feel like that's that's kind of like a earth sign, water sign struggle. But being around Clara, like... Because she usually talks about so many things that are on her mind. Whatever is going on, we process it together. And I feel like it's encouraged me to also do that. Because I find that it's a positive practice for me. Obviously, there's a balance. I feel like we shouldn't like always pour out everything that's on our mind but if you're if you tend to be at either side of the extreme spectrum like myself like I used to be an extreme person who didn't say what's on my mind and now I'm learning to kind of voice it out more and realize that it's it's not a big deal at all like you don't have to get offended by it and I think in the past because I'm a Pisces I I get so like sensitive about certain things or like if someone like tells me to do something it and it's not even a big deal I get so sensitive about it but I'm kind of aware of that and I'll kind of tell myself oh like they're not meaning to hurt me or anything it's just like you know I need to be more secure in myself and kind of not feed into that negative Pisces side I have an example here I actually haven't even told Claire about this, but this was just like an internal processing thing I had. So at where we live, we park in the front of the house and we like got a new neighbor a few days ago. Like we live in a basement suite, not a few days ago. A few. This was a few months ago. We got a neighbor. So parking became a little bit more tight. And sometimes like our neighbors are really anal about having our car parked outside of their home. Like they don't like that. So our, our neighbor that's right beside us, like on one side, is actually like pretty chill about it. But one day I was coming home and I was noticing that Clara was like parking a little bit closer and the parking spots were getting a little bit tighter. So I felt like I needed to tell her, you know, could you park up a little bit more so I have space and it's not so tight for me to get in. And it's honestly like not a big deal at all, but I could sense my kind of fear in telling her or like my hesitancy that I didn't want to tell her about it but I was like okay I I feel like I just need to say it you know like it's it's not a big deal at all so I literally like told her I was like hey you know can you park up a little bit further next time so I have more space and honestly like it's fine like she didn't care that I asked her that and She was not offended by it at all and I think this is like a great example that shows I guess the different qualities of different astrology signs because me being a water especially a Pisces and the earth sign I was like hesitant to tell her that when it's honestly not even a big deal and she was not offended by it at all. And I think by being around this different type of personality, like a, a someone who's not easily offended by these things, it's honestly helped me learn to not be as offended by these things or even, like, triggered and being sensitive inside. Like, as a Pisces, I feel like sometimes I'll be triggered and be sensitive inside, but I won't say anything. Like, my initial reaction is to be sensitive But then I won't, I won't even say anything about it. And I think that's something that I've noticed. Another example I have here is with my boyfriend, Sean. So I told you guys how I was in a very toxic previous relationship. So I'm, I've been afraid to like bring things up. I've kind of developed this habit of like not wanting to talk about things. Because with my ex, whenever I brought things up, I felt like it would often turn into like a huge argument when it didn't need to be. So in the beginning like with Sean I was very like I was very scared to bring certain things up to him even though it's not a big deal and one one of these weeks like a while ago I was having like a bad week I was just like sobbing like having a Pisces moment like about so many things and one thing I wanted to tell him was that because of my past traumas i find that when someone doesn't look at me when i'm talking to them when they don't give me eye contact it really triggers me especially if it's someone close to me like a good friend of mine or my significant other and sean is usually very very good about this but i think sometimes like one just this one week i was extra sensitive and he was like doing something on his phone when i was talking to him and i was just like a little bit triggered because of like all the other things that were going on but I didn't really say anything at first and then we were having a conversation and then he was just telling me you know he wants to have a healthy relationship with me so if there's anything that bothers me like I can tell him and even then I don't know why like it was so difficult for me to say it and finally like afterwards I was like I think something that really triggers me is when people don't look me in the eye when they're talking to me and then he's like do I do that? And then I was like, you're usually pretty good about it. But sometimes I feel like you do that. And I'm just extra sensitive to it. So I communicated that to him. And he actually received it so well, it didn't turn into a big thing at all. He was just like, Okay, I'll keep that in mind. And I won't do that next time. And that was it. And I was just so relieved that that could be a conversation. And I feel like so many of us, are in these unhealthy, toxic relationships where we bring in our old baggage, our old trauma, and we're so used to like reacting in a negative way or having someone else react to us in a negative way that we're afraid to speak what's on our mind. And... I feel like this year I've really learned to be more vocal and expressive with my feelings, opinions, and thoughts. And it's okay for other people to disagree with you. Like, it doesn't have to turn into a huge thing. And if it does turn into a huge thing, like that environment is probably not healthy for you and you probably shouldn't be hanging out with those people, you know, or you might need to find a new workplace if your workplace does that to you or if your friend group does that to you, if your significant other does that to you. If if you're not able to grow together and communicate and if the same issue happens over and over again, then you might need to reflect and see what to do with that. So I just went on this huge astrology thing before we get into the actual like main topic of this podcast but you guys know I'm like so into astrology I'm such an astrology nerd so I hope that was kind of helpful for you guys and gave you some insight on I guess the different elements and how like when you're a developed sign you can have positive communication and be expressive in a in a positive way So there's obviously negatives and positives to every single astrology sign out there. But once we grow and once we're self-aware, I feel like we can truly become our fullest potential. So let's get into meditation now. I want to chat about how I learned to meditate and how it has honestly changed my life. So these are some results that I have found from meditation when I have learned to meditate more I found that I am more aware of where I am holding tension in my body and I find that I often hold tension in my jaw in my neck in my shoulders and I feel like I was just more aware of this since I started meditating because meditation is like a practice of you know learning how to master your mind your thoughts and just be more aware of your body that's the way I see it and since I've realized that I'm holding tension in these areas when I catch myself doing it I'll just remind myself to relax and to really like breathe and let go of that so that's one result that I've seen another one is that I've learned that you don't need to act on every thought that you have or believe every thought that you have because it might not be true we all get doubts at times we all get like negative thoughts from our demons from the devil i feel like we all have them but i find that as i've meditated more i'm able to make a quicker switch so before i might have dwelled in those negative thoughts like if you know a trigger came to me and it made me feel insecure or it made me feel like unworthy and shameful I might have sat in the thought like a bit longer but now I'm like hey that's not true you know I am worthy I am enough I am important I am secure in myself and even if I'm not feeling 100% at that moment I can kind of give myself that affirmation and reset myself that's something that I found meditation has really really helped me with So let's get into the steps that I have on how I started this journey. Because I used to be someone who was not into meditation at all. Like I used to be such an antsy person and I just couldn't sit still. My mind would be like all over the place. I would be someone who gets stressed out very easily, overwhelmed very easily. These are like all negative sides, I feel like, of being a Pisces and also a Virgo. I find that these two signs tend to get overwhelmed and anxious very easily but this year you know i've told you guys how i've gone through so many health issues still going through them right now and i feel like these health issues are a manifestation of my past traumas and i'm going through things like histamine intolerance adrenal fatigue hormonal imbalance insomnia anxiety attacks like all these things I feel like it's because I didn't release in the past and because I didn't process my emotions properly and like how I was in that toxic relationship for over a decade. I feel like this is truly a time for me to heal from it. And that's why these things are happening to me. And so many of my friends suggested meditation. Like tons of my friends do it. I'm very thankful and grateful to be to be in a place where I have friends who share like the spirituality with me that kind of share this um like mindset with me so they suggested meditation and I was like okay fine I will give it a try and this is another note I want to make here is that your friends can suggest things to you and you can suggest things to your friend but when it's finally time for like them to learn it the universe will kind of give them the push and if it's really not their time to learn it yet you know they might not try that thing that you suggested and that's totally okay but I feel like when my friends make suggestions to me it's at the back of my mind you know and when I'm ready for it I'll be like oh okay I guess I should read that book that so-and-so recommended to me or whatever and sometimes I can take like a year or like longer or like a few months you know before I actually go and do that suggestion and I thought that's just I don't know a good kind of life thing to keep in mind you know it's it's good to give your friends suggestions and kind of hold on to it loosely don't feel like you need to control their life or like their life is your own you know you're only there to help and ultimately it's up to them what they do with their own lives, and also for yourself as well. Like, don't take any thing like personally from your friends. Like, if they're suggesting something to you, I feel like in the past, like sometimes I would be triggered because I had this perception of my mom being like controlling when I was younger. So I feel like whenever someone gave me a perception or gave me a suggestion, I would perceive it as like very controlling when that's not even what their intent was. And as I've worked through like my issues with my mom, I kind of talked about it in so many episodes. I had like a very redeeming conversation with her. I kind of released that perception and I've been able to be more open and calm in my conversations. So first of all, first step I would say to meditate is to take baby steps. And this can be applied to anything new you're learning in life, not just meditation. If you're learning a new skill, I used to be the type of person that would try to take on too much at one time. And I wanted to, like, learn everything in a day, do everything in a day. Like, I think that was my, I don't know, just, like, impatient Virgo self. Like, Virgos are a very efficient sign. So I find that I want everything to be efficient. And I've truly realized, like, you know, Rome wasn't built in a day. And I think now I finally feel like... I don't need to jam-pack everything into one day or I don't need to jam my full day with work or, like, being productive. And it's actually helped me be more productive by having a break. Like, I used to work all day at my 9-to-5 job, come home, and then, like, work all night on my own entrepreneur journey, like, my own projects. And I was so burned out. And nowadays, like... I'll go to work, work my, you know, eight hours and come home. And if I'm tired, I, you know, I won't create my own things and I'll take time to rest. And when I do feel rested, then I can record these podcasts for you guys or, you know, film some YouTube vlogs and edit them. And I actually feel like I'm creating from a place of abundance rather than creating from a place of lack. I feel like before I used to really create, things because out of fear you know like I hated the job that I had it that I had and I was creating because I was like I must create my own business to support me because I hate my job and I just like don't want to be here and that's kind of the place I was creating from but now it's like I enjoy my job you know it's it's helping me become a better person I am, if you guys didn't know, I'm a marketing manager for a local local YouTube production company. And I feel like I'm meant to be here at this time. And yes, I am creating things on the side, but I'm not like in a huge rush, you know. The universe will give me what's meant for me and what's meant for me will be mine. I cannot, you know, miss it. So if you guys want to hear more about my career journey, go listen to episode 66. I tell you guys how I manifested my current dream career and my five tips on doing that. So back to meditation. Take baby steps. You know, when I first started meditating, all I did was like two minutes, five minutes, like two or five minutes. Like that was all I did. And I created like these bite-sized pieces for me so that I could process it you know I'm not going to start with like a 20 minute or 30 minute meditation because that's going to be so overwhelming for me and I think this is kind of like a learning that I have or that I learned because I went through an eating disorder like years ago like I went through binge eating and I found that I fell into that habit of binge eating because I would try to take on too much at once like in my fitness journey I was like, I must be perfect. I'm going to cut out all sugar. I'm going to exercise like intensely, like five, six times a week. And like, that's why I beat myself up when I couldn't reach that unrealistic expectation for myself. So, learning now, like, I'm not hard on myself at all. And I started with two minutes at a time, five minutes. I didn't put a strict schedule on me. Like, I wasn't like, do it every single day or do it three times a week. I literally did not even set that type of expectation for myself. And that's because I know I'm a very extreme person. And if I set an expectation like that for myself, if I don't reach it, I tend to be very hard on myself. So, you know, apply this to your own personality, to your own lifestyle. If you feel like setting a goal like that is beneficial for you by all means go go do it but because of the extreme person I am I didn't want to set that expectation so I was like okay I'm going to do five minutes whenever I feel like it you know obviously I have like the intent in my mind like I'm like I want to become someone who meditates you know in my routine in my lifestyle so that was always at the back of my mind and whenever I had the chance to do it I would do it and gradually I started doing it more you know i gradually moved on to 10 minutes and slowly moved on to 20 minutes but this was over like a period of weeks and months it didn't like happen right away so that's my first tip and i feel like that's a very very important one no matter what you're doing even if it's not meditation like fitness health like all things in life like when we take on too much in the beginning we can get really discouraged and you wanna, you know, you wanna move forth with positive feelings. You wanna go from like your first win to your next win. You wanna go from glory to glory. I feel like I've heard that saying said to me a lot. Like, you wanna have you wanna meet small goals and it's gonna give you a sense of you know, you achieved something and then you can move on to your next achievement. But if you keep setting yourself up with these like huge unrealistic goals, you're going to feel disappointed. And then you're going to go on to feel even more disappointed. And that's like a very negative cycle. So start with baby steps. Start very, very small, like literally like start with something that seems easy to you. And like I don't know why it's so difficult for so much so many of us to do this especially myself because like I guess like we want to be perfectionists and we want to like achieve great things but the 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 way to do that is to start small. Moving on number 2. I kind of talked about this a little bit on the first one already but not being hard on myself. I think we are honestly like the person that is the hardest on herself no one else is as hard on ourselves as us so after realizing realizing this i've i've learned to like be way kinder to myself to love myself more like i said i didn't set a strict schedule for me doing meditation and I and I realized I caught myself in the beginning I would put pressure on myself to see if I was doing it quote-unquote correctly I was like oh my god I don't know if this is working I don't know if this is doing it right but then I realized I was like I feel like no one is doing it as perfectly as we think they are you know even Mm -hmm. if you are a quote-unquote expert at something like at fitness at I don't know what you're doing I feel like I refer to fitness a lot because that's like part of my background I used to be a personal trainer for about five years and I love fitness but even as a personal trainer you know I'm not doing everything perfectly and there's some days that I feel tired and with meditation it's the same you know not every practice has to like be perfect and I found that as I've developed the habit more, I actually want to meditate more naturally. And this happened because I was kind to myself, because I was, like, not hard on myself. As I started getting more into it, this the ball started rolling, you know? It's a snowball effect. And now I, like, crave meditation. I feel like this is very relatable to, like, health and nutrition, too. Once When we start eating, like, healthier foods more nutritious foods or when we become more aware of what we're eating it can be kind of difficult in the beginning you know your taste buds aren't used to it you're you're ultimately starting a new habit that's like unusual for you you know but once you start eating like more nutritious foods your body tends to crave those foods more than junk food because it like realizes how good it is for you and you kind of experience how nice it feels to be like eating those healthy foods and I feel like with meditation it was the same for me once I kind of realized the benefits of it once I started experiencing it my body and my mind was like I want more of that and I gradually started meditating more and something I've been aware of is that You know, I told you guys how I get stressed out easily or I get overwhelmed easily and now I'm able to like change my mindset when I, and I feel like this is because of meditation. I used to get so stressed out whenever I get an email for work or like someone gives me a task and it's weird because I'm like, this is like my job. I'm supposed to be doing it. People are supposed to be, you know, asking me to do this, but why do I feel like so stressed and so overwhelmed? So I switched my mindset, instead of being like, oh my god, I'm so stressed out, I would tell myself, I am useful, you know, I am important, and I am helpful, and that's why I'm being handed these tasks. I feel like it has to do a little bit with my upbringing here, I used to get really stressed out whenever my mom, like, asked me to do something when I was younger, just because I didn't understand the way that she communicated. And I talked about this a lot in my previous episodes. Like me and my mom have had such a great like healing conversation. It's in episode 72. I go into it more in depth if you guys want to listen to that. But I used to be, be so stressed out when my mom like asked me to do something. And I feel like that's kind of why I built that habit of being stressed out because my mom has like a Scorpio Mercury, Scorpios tend to be more sharp, and like they're not not—they're not doing it in a way where they hurt you, or they're meaning to hurt you, but that's just how they communicate, so I think after realizing, oh, like that's just how my mom is, she's not trying to be sharp, or like she's not rushing me to do something, she's not being like, you must do this right now, I kind of switch my mindset. Now when someone asks me to do something at work, it doesn't mean I need to like stop everything I'm doing and like tackle that task right away. Like I can get to it after I've finished things and you know I can take my time and I feel like through meditation I've been able to catch myself and I've been able to see that I have this thought and I'm like okay I should switch it and tell myself an affirmation instead. So moving on, number three this is also a big one. It's that not every meditation produces drastic results. You know, I feel like a lot of us can be guilty of this. You know, we have one healthy meal or we do one really good workout and we're like, oh my god, why don't I have a six pack yet? Or like, you know, why am I not like super lean and toned like after that one thing that I did? So I I kind of like caught myself thinking this like I did like one meditation like why am I not like transformed you know but this is something that produces progress over time like I feel like you don't really see it working and then all of a sudden like months later years later you look back and you're like wow I've actually come so far like a few weeks ago I was doing a meditation with Clara and it was I think like 20 minutes or 30 minutes and it was actually very effortless for me to do that meditation and I found that my breathing was a lot deeper one thing I noticed in the beginning of meditation was that my breathing was very shallow and it was actually very difficult for me to take deep breaths and then doing that meditation with Claire I was like wow like my breath has actually gotten a lot fuller like I can breathe a lot deeper and I can do like a 20-30 minute meditation without being super antsy like I was before and I just realized that that day and I was like wow like I've actually come so far so just keep that in mind and every day is different every session is different even now like some days I'm more focused in my meditation and sometimes I'm more distracted you know like you guys have probably heard the saying you know like the only bad workout is the one you didn't do and I feel like take that with a grain of salt you know like Every meditation is is good. Like, it's great that you did it. Obviously, if you're feeling, like, super tired or whatever, you shouldn't go work out. Like, you should rest. And there are some days where I just don't feel like meditating, you know? Like, I just don't want to do it, and I will not do it. So just realize that everything you do is taking you closer to your goal. Moving on, number four. Be curious and open to learning more. So, I would say that it took me years to get into meditation. Like, from the first time that I tried it till now, it's been years. And the first time I tried it, I didn't really enjoy it. You know, I just thought it wasn't for me. I tried like the Headspace app. I've tried so many different things, and I was just like, I, I don't know. I'm not really feeling it. I don't really like it. But I was curious, you know, throughout the years, it's kind of been something that's on my mind. And finally, this year, I feel like the universe is telling me, okay, it's your time to try it now and to actually do it. So I would say to keep experimenting, keep trying different ways of meditation, you know, find what works for you. For me, when I first started meditating, and even when I meditate now, I personally really like to lie down. I just like to lie down in my bed, you know, some people, usually people, I feel like they like to sit. But for me, like, my health issues were, were really bad, like, a few months ago. And, like, all I could do was really lie down. So I've been doing that still. And it's worked really well for me. And I've been doing many different types of meditations. i found that the first real meditation that really kind of made an impact on me were the meditations by Dr. Joe Dispenza. I've talked about him a lot he's kind of like a teacher he's an author he teaches you how to transform your mind in order to heal your body and he has like very active meditations where he guides you to manifest what you want and to kind of really feel the feeling of having those things already and that's how you manifest them in your life and sometimes you know Sometimes I open my eyes, you know, I, I I don't, like, close my eyes through the whole thing usually. And those things are okay. I found that, like, when I forced myself to, like, do it in a certain way or do it in a way that I thought looked perfect, it was too stressful for me. And I'm like, okay, I should just try different things and eventually I, I'll find something that works for me. Like, I really like Dr. Joe Dispenza's meditations because it was guided And it kind of gave me a direction to go, and I really enjoy manifesting. I talk to you guys about that all the time, so I really resonated with his type of meditation. But I would say, you know, everyone is different, so keep seeking. Keep looking for different teachers, different authors, you know, and try out different methods. Just because one thing doesn't work for you doesn't mean that there isn't something that will. For example, fitness, if you don't like a type of workout, you know, try something else. If you don't like Pilates, try yoga, try high-intensity interval training, try strength, you know, training, weightlifting, kickboxing, you know, there will be a method that sits with you. So, moving on, last one, number five, this is don't give up. It's cliche, but it's true. Just because something doesn't work one time doesn't mean it won't work at all. You know, like I tried meditation the first time. I didn't like it. And I could have just given up there. You know, I did kind of give up for like a few years. And only this year, I've really given it a serious try. So don't give up. It takes many, many times to really truly get into something. And I feel like we kind of forget that. So if you or intentional about it i feel like the universe will show you the way the universe will guide you and it will push you in the right direction and know that it's a constant like changing journey like life is ever changing just because i like one type of meditation right now doesn't mean i'm gonna do it this way forever you know like i feel like my meditations have changed now like i've recently got into sound bowl healing which is like basically listening to these different types of like gongs and like you know it can sound very weird to someone who's not into it and it did sound weird to me before I was like what are like these vibrations and different sounds and I was just like not really aware of the benefits and I don't even know why one day I was so drawn to it I was just like I feel like I should give this a try and I listened on the insight timer I really like that app and I kind of researched the physical effect of listening to, like, sound bowls and sound bathing. And I'll read you guys five, uh, five benefits, like, physically that I found through my research. Number one, deep relaxation. So the music kind of, I almost feel like I'm sedated when I'm listening to it. Like, I feel like it does something to my brain waves. And I just, like, get in this, like, different mode and there's like science behind it. So you guys should just research into it if you guys are curious. But number one, deep relaxation. Number two, pain relief for joint pain, headaches, migraines, and more. And I found that like this day, my histamine was kind of being triggered a little bit. And once I started listening to sound bowls, my migraine like went away and I didn't feel as inflamed anymore. So I thought that was like crazy. Like I was shook that that happened. Number three, better digestion. My gut health is not very good and I feel like listening to the sound baths have truly helped that. Number four, elimination of toxins. And number five, improved immune system. So these are crazy benefits that I didn't know could happen just through sound healing. Like sound healing is not a new thing and I feel like because I'm so curious and open to like different healing methods, I'm discovering more about myself and I'm learning different ways that work for me. I've been healing through all my health issues like for over six months now and what worked for me in the beginning of my healing journey might not work as well now and, you know, I'll give things like a thorough go, a thorough try and once I feel like I'm plateauing, I'll try something else and right now I really feel like the sound bowl's are really relaxing me and detoxing it's it's funny because like one night I was listening to them I've been listening to them before I go to bed and I find that I get a much deeper sleep and I've been dreaming more and I was actually getting a little bit dehydrated and I realized like Clara was telling me oh it's because your body's detoxing you know something's healing you really need to drink more water when you're sound bathing and I was like oh my goodness like it's actually doing something physical in my body and I was just so shook and just so mind blown. Once I was like open to the healing, my body began to receive. So that's another point. Like if you're not open to receiving, your body and your mind is probably not going to feel the benefits. Like you're not going to feel the change, the transformation if you're not open to it. And you might not be open to it until you're ready. And the universe will show you when that time is. So that's my little bit on meditation and my five tips on how to get into it, how to start your journey. I hope this was helpful for you guys. I because I'm like so transformed by meditation, I really want to share my journey with you guys and I hope it's helpful. If you guys do enjoy the podcast, make sure to go on iTunes, leave a review, I would really, really appreciate that. It helps more people discover the podcast, and it helps more people, you know, listen to these episodes and hopefully be transformed and be inspired by what's happening in my life. So I would truly, truly appreciate that. And as always, you can always feel free to DM me on Instagram at underscore Jacqueline Sun or at Glow Radio Co., I've heard so much from you guys already and I honestly appreciate your messages so much. It warms my heart so much when you guys message me and like share with me your life and how these episodes have empowered you. I'm honestly so, so grateful for that. So thank you so much for listening guys and I shall chat with you guys in the next one. Love you all.